What's up, guys? This is Mark here, the world's strongest man. You're listening to Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into a very special edition of the BCP Shameless Promo brought to you by our friends over at Funkenstein Wrestling Superstore located at English Town Flea Market. You can go over there Saturday or Sunday in English Town, New Jersey from 8 to 3 p.m. We got wrestlers, we got wrestling, we got G.I. Joe's. X-Men, superheroes, turtles, ghostbusters, uh, literally looking around this room. So much stuff I got at Funkenstein. Uh, it is just uh, my childhood, man. They got sports. They got video games, retro games, all that good stuff. Check them out. Funkenstein Wrestling Superstore online or on eBay. Check them out. Heather, Dan, thank you so much for sponsoring the show. That being said, please welcome to the show ahead of his match at Smash Master Wrestling. Welcome to the five. 7-O-M-G. He has a match with his tag team partner. I want to talk about this in a little bit versus the associates. We'll talk about that soon. Please welcome to the show up and comer. I've had my eye on this guy, Mr. Ricky Price. Ricky, welcome in, bro. How are you, man? How's everything? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me, Bob. I'm excited to be a part of the show, man. Uh, you're the first person to ever ask me to do a podcast, wow. and here we are. So I'm completely excited to do this, man. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Yeah, man. First of many, I'm sure, dude, because... Uh, you know, when I went down to Smash Master Wrestling, um, you know, we're like Jersey people up here and I, and I know the Jersey scene really, really well. Um, but when when we go down to Pennsylvania or New York, whatever it is, it's like I kind of have to get to like not even just like learn everybody, but like know everybody. And you really stood out, man, um, um, not only with your in ring work, but your persona. You're a nice guy. Uh, and, you know, like, you know, if if. I start chatting with someone, but like, oh, yeah, I should come on the pod one day, but I really wanted you to come on the podcast. I'm so happy uh, we were able to do this. So for those who don't know, um, Ricky, um, your persona basically in the ring, Ricky Price, it's almost like you get that college um, party boy kind of vibe, but you really play it really well into the match. Man. What's your kind of philosophy uh, when you step between those ropes, bro? So uh, that's an embodiment of who I was like five years ago in college. When I was in college, that's who I was. I was partying. I was, I was, that was my thing. Uh, but then I got out of college and I started just to not be around that and grew up a little bit, got into the wrestling ring. And then when that happened, I'm like, so what am I going to do? And I'm like, you got to do what works best for you. So just be yourself. So it honestly just comes out of me. I, I don't have a way to describe it. The sport, like the sports jerseys and everything. I'm just a huge sports fan. I'm a Packers fan, A's fan, like green and yellow we were just talking about it before we started recording but it's just an embodiment of who i used to be in college and my favorite part about doing this whole party gimmick is like after shows i'll have guys like hey ricky let me buy you a drink man you'd be great tonight i'm like i don't drink and people are like what you don't drink i'm like yeah i'm like i just i did for a long time and um i just got to a point one day where i was done with it and it's been almost almost two years actually over two years there's one exception. Um, I was at an ECPW show up in Connecticut a couple months ago, and it was doing a battle royal. I got eliminated, and I had a fan like, oh, man, you look like you need a beer. And he had a beer in my face, and I looked at him. I was like, damn right, I do. And I grabbed that beer, and I chugged it. 
And I gave it back to him. I said, thank you very much. And as I'm walking away, uh, I'm with Tamir, Timber Tamir. Yeah. And uh, he goes, I didn't think you drunk. I'm like, I don't. I want to throw up right now. And we, we went to the back and we called it a day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. The, par- the party boy gimmick, I don't even uh, – it's just like I said. It's an embodiment of who I used to be. And I can still bring it out. It's weird, man. And I'm sure any worker will tell you this. You come out of the curtain and something just turns on. And that's that's all I got for you, man. Like, it just turns on. Yeah, and you have a great mindset. And and good on you, man. I, I don't drink either, man. So that's so cool to hear. Um, But, yeah, man, I love, uh, obviously, e- even before you got in the ring, Um, you know, you guys had getting your stuff ready and all that stuff. And, um, you know, I love, you know, you, you got the spot that you, you, you know, with the cups, the cheers, all that. Hit the move. It's a great setup. And not even only that, man, but it makes for great spots in the matches. Always gets a pop from the crowd. But, like, you had a really good mind for it. It makes for great pictures, too. But um, oh, yeah. just the facial expressions or like the the spit. But um, it, it's really really cool for those who haven't seen it. He's got this cool spot. You know, they kind of take a take a break. They cheers. Um, you know, we we don't know what's gonna happen after that, man. And it's it's really cool to see. You have you seem to have a really good mind. Um, I don't know how long you've been doing this, but you seem to have a really good mind. Like, cause I could tell when you were planning everything, like for like little spots like that timing facials all oh, yeah. that kind of stuff that was another thing man like um who brought you up how long you been doing this like you seem to have a good mind for it so it's kind of a weird story um but just to let you know when i debuted i debuted this past january at backbreakers with the warfare three uh against mj stacks my tag team partner yeah. this sunday at a smash master me and stacks have been best friends for probably close to like 10 years he That's lives awesome. right over there like right over there and um we met on the bus. We were the only two kids on the football team that liked wrestling or that were cool talking about it. Cause in high school, if you liked wrestling, you got made fun of. Yeah. And we just were like, all right, well we like wrestling. So let's go watch the Royal rumble together. Let's go watch WrestleMania together. So we awesome. started watching all these pay-per-views together. And then I go to way to college. He goes to his college. We're doing our things. I graduate and I go visit him at his college. Cause it's only about an hour away from where we live. And we would just cut promos on people at the bar. Like, People didn't know what was going on. Yeah. We were just, we had just this natural chemistry of just cutting promos on people. And we always talked about getting into this and like being a tag team and, and just doing this. Cause like, we were both like, well, when we graduate, what the heck are we going to do? Right. Like, you know, I, I had a uh, pursuit route in sports radio. I was doing, uh, really? Yeah. I was doing color com- or play by play and color commentary, depending on where they needed me for a local radio station in town and they cover three different high schools. So cool. I got some reps doing that for about a couple of years and then um, Stacks trying to be a teacher. But we had met Travis Dorian, uh, the blue collar brawler through someone who I work with at, uh, at a plan of fitness. And this was a couple of years ago. This was like 2019. I found out this guy was a wrestler. And I'm like, yo, where do you go to do that? And he was like, I go to this place or I went to this place in Backbreakers. At, at the time, he was retired. He had, he had stopped doing it. He's like, I'm done, but there's this place in Backbreaker or uh, in Scranton called Backbreakers. Go check it out. You'll love it. This is like March or April 2019. Okay. Stax is about to graduate college that May. We're driving home one night from the bar. I'm DD. He's got half, uh, half a load on in the passenger seat. Yeah. And he goes, so when are we going to go be tag team champions? And I don't know. I don't want to have to uh, hey, be that guy. Hey, there I'm it a tag is. Team hey. champion now. <laughs> I'm an NTW tag team champion. Uh, what's the what's the promotion? 
NTW, Northern Tier Wrestling. So I should have introduced um, you one half of the NTW Tag Team Champions. I apologize. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, like I said, it's, it's business, man. Uh, that's what it is for me. We got we have the belts. We get to defend them on November 26th in uh, Sayre, Pennsylvania, NTW Homecoming. We're actually taking on H.C. Loke and Caden to define, a, to define AF. Yeah. So that'll be a cool one. I'm excited for that because uh, we did a seminar with Loke, I want to say, in April. And when we did that seminar, he was like, I like you guys. He's like, I want to I want to talk to you guys more. And I've been on a few shows with him since. We've had we shared some words, but now we get to work in the ring together, uh, which is cool. I'm excited for. But back to how I got, yeah, yeah. you know, into wrestling, right? So we meet Travis. Travis tells us about the school. We're driving home one night, and Stax goes, "So when are we going to go be tag team champions?" And I go, "Well, I found out about a place. It's only an hour away." I go, "You finish school?" I go, "Let's go get ourselves into shape because we really weren't in good shape at the time. Like, if we're going to do this. Let's be ready for it. Right, right. We're we're both varsity athlete athletes growing oh, up, wow. like." I played baseball and football. Uh, Matt did, I believe, he threw in track, and he played football as well. Um, So we said, all right, September. We're going to go in September. Like, that's the – if we're not doing it by September, we're never going to do it. We were in the school August 31st doing an interview being like, yeah, all right, we're we're doing this. Like, we are definitely going to do this. We started the next week, start training for about uh, seven months, and then the pandemic started. So backbreakers are then closed for about 14 months, 13, 14 months, and then uh, reopened to April 2021 and started our training again. And then we made our debuts in January. So that's how we got here. That's cool. I can tell why HC uh, liked you guys. I've, I've gotten to work with him over at ISPW. He's actually my producer when I was doing the backstage segments. And I it was the first time I met him and he was such a pleasure to work with. Now, again, I'm not a wrestler, so he wasn't like, you know, like pushing me to do any like, you know, drills or anything like that. We were just doing backstage segments, but he was a pleasure to work with. And I know um, I know a lot of guys that are trained by him and and uh, he, re- he really pushes that man. He takes it very seriously. And um, it, it's, I, it's I like cool. a lot of the guys that he's trained to, like yeah. some of these younger guys like uh, like Chael and TJ and TJ yeah. and uh Saren and even uh, Mason Keeler. I forgot what he, his worker name is. I think it's uh, Callaway, I believe. He's he'll be on the pregame against Dyson Bennett this Sunday. Um, oh, okay. Those those are those are all great guys, and they were some of the first guys that I like ran into at shows because first I wasn't working a lot of shows, but then I was, and then I'm meeting these guys, and they're they're all awesome, they're awesome dudes. They're fun to watch. Uh, I'm I'm a personal uh chael connor's fan he's just funny to watch man he's the facial yeah. expressions the way he sells stuff <laughs> yeah he's he's fun man yeah they they do a great job who um is is backbreaker who, who's the trainer at backbreakers so when we started we were trained by justin glory okay uh he trained us for quite some time and then about last december he took about he took a step back and jack molson the moon dog took over okay cool. and uh you'll see him at at the smash master shows he's in charge of the ring crew and everything uh but yeah he became essentially our wrestling dad That's took cool. over in december and we've uh yeah we've been working with him ever since man yeah you're killing it man now are you because i i, I kind of classify like when i go to pa i'm like oh this is kind of like because we have a lot of those like that that like scranton crew that comes here to new jersey like adina and johnny and all them um so like i kind of went down there i'm like oh this is kind of like more like the scranton pennsylvania crew but you're a new york guy so it's weird i'm like <laughs> I could spit and I'm in Pennsylvania. I yeah. could fall backwards. I'm in New Jersey. I'm in Port Jervis. 
Okay. And that's right where New Jersey, PA, and New York literally all touch. There's a rock where you can stand on all three states at one time. Okay. Uh, so I am New York, technically, but okay. Scranton, an hour away. Most of these shows in Jersey, hour and change away. Uh, but it's not bad. But there's just not a lot of shows in New York. Luckily, the ones the shows that I do do in New York are all in the Hudson Valley through uh, ECPW with Gino Caruso. So I've worked quite a few shows here in the Hudson Valley, which is nice because I'm only either – 10 minutes away or 20 minutes away from home. So a lot of my friends and family who have learned to love wrestling because they weren't wrestling fans up until January, they get to come and they get to enjoy it, man. And it's awesome seeing them there because they, uh, they always bring the energy for me and stacks, no matter what. It's funny. Stacks is supposed to be a heel at ECPW and it does not sound like that at all. He's yeah. the coolest heel ever, I guess. That's that, the way we'll have to put it. At the end of the day, the, the crowd decides who's, who's face or heel, man. That's it, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you get a reaction, you're doing something right. That's it, man. That's all that matters, man. It's it's about the fans and it's about what they think. And even if they hate you, make them hate you more. If they love you, do something to make them love you more. You just got to have that connection with them. And I think that's been the thing that has helped me the most is is taking that time in my matches to be like, hey, guys, I see you out there. I see you. I see you. I see you. And it's just like making sure they know that they're a part of the show, too. That's awesome. Yeah, it's almost like if you're on TV, you got to like target the cameras, yeah. right? Like, but now you're like aware of the fans. Man. Yeah. I think that's real important. Like what you just and, said right there. Man. And for me, I the way the way I like the takeaway I get from that is like when I was in high school and I was playing baseball and football, the radio station that I previously worked for, they would come and cover the games. And I would think that was so cool to go back and listen to the game later on. It's like, oh, that was me. I heard my name. Like that little stuff was so cool to me. And that like, I was a fan essentially. Right. So it's like, I get it. Why wouldn't they get it? They want to be involved. They want these guys to pay attention to them. And even when I was a, a little kid going to shows like Gavin, uh, man, that kid's a star. Uh, yeah. we'll get into that later. I got yeah. posters all over my room from the kid. I, yeah. so it's cool. such a, it's, a, it's such an honor. Yeah. It's like you make an impact on someone like that and they're doing that for you. It's like, Holy crap. What like, it's all we got about something going here. What it's all yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, it's about making that personal connection. And even like when I was a little kid going to wrestling shows, I just wanted them to pay attention to me. And the one, the first time someone did, I was Matt Hardy. And it was when I lived in Reno. I lived, oh, sorry. I lived in Reno for a couple of years when I was a kid. Okay. And SmackDown was there and Matt Hardy. I had this huge version 1.0 sign. Uh, yeah, there you go, man. Uh, Matt Hardy, of course. I showed it to him. He signed it. It was one of the coolest moments in my life at the time. And I'm a huge Hardy Boys fan, like as everyone is. And I could legitimately say I would not be a wrestling fan if one of my friends in first grade didn't bring Hardy Boy action figures in. Because I was like, you know, what are those? I want, I, what are those? Those are cool. And then I went home, Dad, what's this? Oh, this is this. And he put it on TV. And ever since wow. then, I've been a wrestling fan. And that- that's so cool. It can't can't go wrong with the Hardys. Uh, T.O.P. versus the Hardys. Book it uh, when the timing's right. Everyone's good, man. We'll we'll see what happens, man. We'll hey, see I'm not gonna happens. I'm not gonna turn that one down. I'll do that one for free. Hey, they uh, HC yeah. was about to fight them a couple. You know, we'll see what happens. they were doing a little little indie action. We'll see what happens. Never never say yeah, never. They're, they're not done. They're they're not no, done. Uh, no. They got plenty of time left, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. As long as everyone's healthy, that's a, that's the that's the most important thing, man. And uh, I don't I'm, actually, you know, what? before we get into the shameless promo about the match, man, I want to ask you this, man, because something else I admired about you is uh, your work ethic, man. I could I could tell because at the last couple shows and correct me if I'm wrong here, a lot of wrestling, a lot of moving parts. Um, the first show you came in as a fill in in the scrambler, I believe. Yep. And then this show. 
uh, you were either moved or helping out in some form or fashion, man. And I'm like, this seems like a guy, uh, you know, not not to generalize, but just being around the business like this seems like he's like a newer guy and he's really putting in the work because I love to see like the 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 newer people that are just hungry and put in the miles and the work and the sacrifice man and because i i see that takes a toll on people who have done it for a while man yeah. you seem very very hungry you seem ready to step up man um and i think um uncle massey's rewarding you for that man a very well deserved man uh, is that kind of your philosophy is like hey if i'm gonna do this you kind of mentioned it earlier like I got to go. I got to go all in because to make it and which yeah. you can do. I've seen so many people succeed in this business, man. Uh, it's it's the coolest thing to see. Um, is that kind of like your mindset is just like, oh, yeah, no, 100%, man. Yeah. So I, I describe it to some people as like, you know, I, I told you I played varsity sports in high school. Mm -hmm. I played varsity sports, but I didn't play a lot. And that was because I was an idiot and I didn't take it serious enough. And it was just like cool to be there. I was a good athlete that I can't take that away from myself. But I wasn't the greatest athlete, but I, I didn't listen. I didn't put the work in and I didn't and my playing time and what I did on the field showed. Um, so this is a second chance for me to like do something cool and like do it as hard as I possibly can. Cause I only got one shot in my life to do this. And I'm, I'm not like, I'm not young. Like I'm not like, a, in, like my young twenties. I'm on my like later half of my twenties. So like, I have to like, as far as I'm concerned, like I have to start doing this and I've, I have a chance to do it as fast as I can, or even just do it in a way that makes people go, Holy shit. Like, and then, yeah, like I'm going to put my best effort into it. And I, I really, I think I, I have to put that all on my social media and how I utilize that to show everybody who Ricky Price is. Because social media is essentially just free marketing. It's like, if you know how to like show everyone who you are, you're going to be fine. Because more people at the end of the day are on their phones watching stuff than they are at actual events and shows, especially, you know, after the pandemic, right? Yeah, people are seeing what's on Instagram. They're seeing what's on Facebook. Uh, fuck Twitter. I don't use Twitter. Never will. Uh, they're seeing oh, what's on. I get yeah. it though. I was looking for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're they're on their phones looking at this stuff because like that's what people do now. They're on their phones, tablets, computers. If you're putting it in front of them on there, they're gonna see it, and that might get them to come to a show. I've had a lot of people in the last two weeks. I did a street fight two weeks ago, uh, and I jumped off top rope through uh, a captain Emmett Payne there through a table. And oh. I've had so many people at my job or just like in my real life, like text me like, Holy crap, dude, that was awesome. When's the next one? When's the next one? And I'm like, you gotta come to the, you gotta come, man. Like these, this is what you're missing, man. Like I might not be doing this the next show, but someone might, and you might be like, Holy crap. I can't come wait, come to the next one. I have friends and family that like have been consistently coming to these shows, never watched wrestling in their life. They love it now. Or at least they love watching us do it uh, because it's a cool experience for them. But you have to give everything you got in a business like this. And you have to sometimes suck it up and be like, yeah, I'm the annoying kid doing doing the most. But it's going to pay off. And if it doesn't pay off, that's fine. I can at least say I tried my ass off. And if you know, that's just how it is, man. You don't, you don't get anywhere sitting around and you don't get anywhere just waiting for opportunities. And that's something that I've learned you have to go and try to make something happen. And if it's having someone spit your own drink in your face <laughs> or you're, <laughs> or you're jumping 15 feet through the air onto uh, onto a grown man through a table, like that's, that's the stuff that people remember. And you have to create those moments. And like you were saying before, I, I'm good at picking these little spots and matches and stuff because that's the part that people remember, right? Like they remember that cool moment. They, 
they can remember all the cool flips and, and stuff. And I'm, that's just not my style uh, of wrestling. I'm more of like, Hey, let's create a moment because moments are moments for a reason. You know, yeah. people are going to remember that stuff. You have wow. to uh, love it. Find something that's going to make you stand out. Awesome, man. Yeah. And you definitely do that, man. And uh, let, let's talk about the show, man. You know, people ask you, when's the next one? We got the answer right now. Sunday, September 25th, Smash Master Wrestling. We're back in Troop PA. I got to say that correctly. John and Moran will get mad at me. Uh, we have T.O.P. versus the Associates, man. Now, Luca, holla Luca. Luca, man, he's another one who's really been putting in the work. He's been coming here to Jersey, helping out uh, at some shows. I ended up getting some spots, man. So I see some similarities there. Just a lot of work ethic. And then uh, Roxasua, we've seen a lot here in Jersey as well. Um, you know, I think you're onto something. He might be a vampire, bro. He's a, van he's a vampire. I don't care what anyone says. Get he's it. A vampire. I laid it all out. The reasons make sense. Convince Stax. Stax has pretty much his masters. If he's got a masters and I can convince him, dude's a vampire. I don't care what anyone says. Um, if Check he turns out. out to not be a vampire, um, well, then this was just, just going to be awkward. But I'm convinced. <laughs> He's a, he's a vampire and with halloween coming up he's just going to become a little stronger i'm sure that's how that works uh mm -hmm. i'm i'm I, listen it's a great opportunity i'm excited to get in there with luca i'm terrified of vampires hate him don't do spooky um i'm excited though be in front of the fans yeah. again well what's the maybe, thing with this maybe, like yeah maybe wear some garlic or something like what's the, what's the thing uh, with, the, with this with the spooky man like you really like you're not about the spooky stuff at all no man um i don't even want to get into it i'm just oh hate, it's like that scary. Okay. i hate scary it's it's like that man like okay okay no look, worries i just get that i'm getting the chills you, talking you just you just, yeah, want, so the, the, you just want to <laughs> wrestle but you got Associates two two teams that know vampire. two teams that know each other very well um strategy mindset all oh, this is the backstage interviewer and me um going into this one man you got your boy you know one of your best friends in the world you feeling confident in this one anytime I got stacks yeah because that's yeah. a big boy and you'll hear me say it out there um he's a big boy um but I don't know I I saw his the look on his face when I finally convinced him like yeah rock is the vampire bro and I don't know like you're right. We might have to get some garlic. We might have to get some silver, maybe some steaks. Uh, luckily, Stax family owns an Italian restaurant, so I think the garlic will uh, will be supplied there to some go. extent. But uh, we got a strategy. We always do. We're a team of players. That's what the TOP stands for, the team of players. Players always got a game plan. Players always figure it out. That's that's what we do, man. We're going to figure it out one way or the other. And if if he ends up just actually not being a vampire and the garlic is for nothing, then well, we're screwed. Uh, then our game plan's at the door. But then we'll figure something out. That's for damn sure. Uh, I know you will, man. And just see, I'm glad that you told me like your history with him because uh, I saw a couple of your guys' promos. I'm like, you guys have really good chemistry because that's your boy, man. That's your brother. I get yeah. it, man. I love it. And that's it. what I was saying, man. We would go in, like we would go to bars in college, and, like even in our hometown, and we would just get going on people, and people would be like. Like, what the hell? What What is going on here? And we're just cutting promos on people. And at the end of the day, we're just like, oh, we're just kidding. Like, it's just what we do. And we practice it for so long that now we have this platform to, like, show people it. And people who are on this platform get it because they're actually wrestling fans. So it's fun, man. We, we have a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of our promos, man, we like, all right, this is how we're going to start. We'll add a little bit and we'll get to the end, make sure we end up like this. I got and that kind of vibe, and, and we, that, those are yeah. my favorite. Yeah, 
Love yeah, it. like it's like this is what we're trying to establish. Let's make sure we establish it at you know at the end of the promo. Uh, I I went to school for broadcasting in Oswego, so like a lot of the production stuff, script writing, and and all the stuff that I cannot believe how much I use in wrestling is you know it's all coming together. I, I my favorite thing about doing the wrestling uh, stuff is people who I know outside of wrestling are like, so you went to college? How are you using that degree? You know your typical typical uh nosy person there yeah and i'm like i am actually because the first time i went to a wrestling show at backbreakers i was doing sound and audio and that's what i would do at the radio station and then there's your script writing element I did, i've done that there's your production element done that your audio production i've done that photography like i could just name a whole list of things that i learned in school that i do in wrestling and now it's all paying off and i think that's what helps me uh you know, you said stand out. I think that's kind of what helps me stand out. It's the fact that I'm, I have a bachelor's degree in this stuff and it's oh. all coming together. And I, I'm really happy that I found something I can use my degree in. That's not like boring. Yeah, it's great, man. That's, that's kind of where I'm at right now, man. Like, um, I never, I wish I had studied broadcasting, all that stuff, man. I'm a dr- dude. I'm a drummer. Like I'm never really in front of a microphone. So I started doing this. Um, and I, I love doing the camera switching or like the ringside cams or, uh, helping out with production, man. I love, I love the behind the scenes stuff, dude. Um, and that's so cool, man. It sounds like you're kind of the guy, um, that could be like, I feel like you should join us on commentary one time. I'm just throwing that out into the world. We'll, we'll manifest it. Yeah, I'll 100% do it. Do it. It's yeah. above my pay grade, but I'm just I'm I'm putting it out there. You know, I know I know some people, but um, but dude, what's kind of like um, would you? I would love to see you here in New Jersey more. Like, what's what's kind of the goal? Are you trying to kind of get more bookings out this way? Uh, because you you seem to be willing to put in the miles and all that stuff. I'm I'm really willing to do whatever I can to get some yeah. uh, opportunities. All I need is the one opportunity to show you what I can do, and if you can give me enough time to go do it, I'll do it. Um, I think one of the places that originally, one of the first places I went to, to like, to do that was ECPW. I went down to a show at uh, the Knights of Columbus there at Richfield Park, and I met Gino Caruso that day. I had known someone who was already working masks for him, uh, King Tristan, Tristan Law. I was working with him, like, in, at the radio station, and he was like, come down to a show, meet Gino, you'll get booked. We do shows up in Hudson Valley, just show him what you can do, and and you'll you'll be fine. So I've consistently done shows for them. I've done a couple shows for them down in Jersey on nights where I had nothing to do. So I was like, hey, Gino, I'm going to come down. Yeah, it's fine. I come down. I get a spot. Uh, definitely trying to get myself out there more. I would like to. And that's why I'm so heavy on my social media. Like I post a couple every couple of days. I'm trying to post something to remind people, you know, this is what I'm doing. This is what I got going on. This is what I look like. You Bring me in if you want to. Yeah. And yeah, so October, right now, October is looking a little light. Uh, I am going away uh, the weekend of the 15th and the 16th. And the two promotions I mostly work for are both running on the 15th and the 16th. So I'm not going to, going to miss out on those, uh, unfortunately, but I got some other stuff I might be working on. I work a lot at the sanctuary too. Uh, I love going to the sanctuary just because that's a place where you can, if you want to try something new, go ahead and try something new there. That's the place to do it. You have that different style ring with the extra padding in there. Uh, you're a little more safe. It's it's cool, man. But, yeah, the goal is in the next, how I don't even know, like a year or so, like it's just to get myself out there as much as possible, different places, learn as much as I possibly can. 
work with people who are experienced, work with people who aren't as experienced. Uh, just trying to trying to have fun, man, and just try to get this thing get this thing going. Yeah, man. And it's so cool to see in this business that there is that opportunity. My favorite words, opportunity, man. And um, I, I just see so many people in this business that we've had on the show the past couple of years. Now they're NXT, AW, man. It's so cool, man, to see people like like you're doing right now, just sacrifice, man, putting in the miles, really working on their persona, their in-ring work and all that stuff, man. And you never know, dude. Um, I love what AEW is doing with AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation. We've got standing ovations in our living room uh, just to see our friends come out. And most of the time they lose. Um, but it's it's very cool to see, man. Is that something, um, you know, you know, basically what's the goal going forward? You know, you could be politically correct. Say, you know, uh, whoever offers you contract. I don't know if there's a certain destination. Uh, we've heard all the all the answers, man. Some people just want to yeah. open a school. Some people just want to travel. Some people want to make a little. Um, yeah, my goal. I mean, if your goal isn't to come in here and to, and to like do something in WWE or AEW, I don't know what you're doing. Like that should be your goal. You're putting your body on the line all the time. And those are that, those are the two places where you're going to go make the big money where you can like do this all the time. And if you get hurt for a couple months, then you're good because you have this contract and you're making money regardless. Um, you, you don't, you don't really get to do that at this level. Like I, it is what it is and I'm still learning. I'm sure there's still elements of this. I'm learning. I have shirts now. I have, I have cards now. Uh, some badass shirts, by the way, I'm going to plug Yeah, it. Shameless promo. Let's, let's do it. So we was, always get the shameless I promo. This, I did this, did this street fight a couple weeks ago and I lost because I got locked into the guardrail with a crutch and here it is <laughs> you know oh that's the picture is on my facebook yeah to see the real picture but i'm like locked in there and it's ricky price kind of in that johnny cash style on the bottom and those are going oh, like hotcakes already i only got them the other day and i've already got rid of half of them that's so awesome hopefully that's I get rid of the rest on sunday and get more that's a brilliant i don't know who came up with that move for that that's really mike really mike that's a brilliant. Uh, oh, the, yeah. uh, the move for the, the spot was my idea. Um, oh, okay. I was like, I and I got I got it from Usos and New Day. They did a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, and the Usos locked with the, with the with the kendo sticks. Yeah. So we're we're putting the match together, and we're looking around at stuff. I'm just like looking because I'm like, what can we do in this place? We did this in a sports bar that's like one of those sports bars that has cornhole, the football that you throw yeah. the pins. And everything. So I'm like, there's got to be cool stuff we can do here. And we eventually we figured out some other cool stuff. Um, I shoved the pool stick up Love Jones's ass. That's a story I can get into in a second here. Yeah. But uh, with the crutch by, yeah, no, I looked at the corner. I looked at the crutches. We had these crutches that we wanted to use, but no one really wanted to like, get hit with it. Yeah. So I was like, what if I'm like, you know, towards the end of the match, you somehow get me in this corner and you, you like use the crutches to like lock me in. I go, so when you hit the finish, you know, you can look at me and go, you ricky price and hit the move and i'm just sitting there like i have to watch because i can't get out so we a pretty good spot uh proud of it i'm proud of that match that's like out of all the matches i've had that street fight i did it was me and my partner blocks we call ourselves block party he's where, pretty new to the business he's newer where, than i am yeah where can the fans find that that match mm -hmm. uh it's not out there yet okay. um working on it working on it it might I wish it was out sooner because I want to see it myself. I'll check it out. Yeah. Anyone, anyone who was there was like, dude, that was insane. Like, that was great. And that was my first street fight. Uh, but luckily, Jones and Captain Payne there, they had been in a couple other ones. And I remember had uh, I'd watched one of them. I'd watched them do one a month prior. And I was like, 
I, I want to do that so fucking bad. Like, I really want to do that. And then a couple of days later, we were on this, uh, they started like this four day tour and that was the first day they did the street fight. We were in Otisville, New York, and we were up in Oneonta, New York for two nights, and then Ellenville, New York, the, the fourth night. And that fourth night, Gino Caruso was like, we're going to put you in a tag match. It's going to be you and this new kid, Blocks, versus Love is Pain. I'm like, awesome. I've wanted to work Love is Pain since the first night I saw them. And he goes, I want to do a gimmick. And I'm like, can we do a gimmick? I'm like, I'd love to do a gimmick. Sweet. I'm like, yeah. So Street Fighter was. And I was like, yeah, like let's do it. Uh Man, and I'm starting to do more gimmick matches too, which is fun. I did one where uh, my left arm was tied behind my back and I had to wrestle the kid with one arm. And it was fun getting creative and having to find a new way to like to wrestle someone when you don't have two arms. So luckily I got some freaking flexible legs and I got some legs that can do some nice kicks and stuff. So I was able to figure it out, but we was uh, it was a fun match too. Love it, man. Really, really, really good stuff. Um, and Ricky, dude, I want to be respectful of your time, man. Dude, thank you so much. It's so good to just kind of get to know you, man. And I love uh I love your mindset, dude. Cause like everything it even got gets me thinking a little bit, like, hey, like, you know, you think more moments, like, and a lot of the things that you do are very like great pictures, great photography, like even that shirt, man. Like it always ends up in a great visual. Uh, so that's, that's yeah, and so cool, what, what's funny with that shirt too is I had a friend who was there that night. And she's a photographer, but she doesn't do like sports photography or okay. even wrestling, obviously. Mm -hmm. She just wanted to try it out and see what it was like. So she's taking pictures and I see her there as I'm locked up in the in the crutch and I see her like sitting there with her camera go, take pictures. So she gets her camera ready and I do the double birds and that's how the shirt gets made right there. That's it, man. So she so she gets a free one because it's her picture. Uh she's awesome. She's been a friend of mine for such a long time and uh, it's it's just cool, man. It's cool that my friends are getting to be involved in this too, and that they like they take something from it. Like they're just like, this is so cool. Like we're glad you get to do this. I go to the gym, and she'll be walking by, and she'll have one of my hoodies on, and and she's like, oh my god, is that Ricky Price? Like she's nice. trying to be dick, but it's like, like, and I'm like, yeah, like all right, yeah, that's who I am. You're 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 <laughs> used to funny, it. Man. You're used to it by now. Yeah. yeah. That's it, man. But uh, Ricky, all about the shameless promo here on the BCP. I want you to tell everyone how they can get those shirts, how they can get the eight by tens, the merch, follow you on social media, see all those great promos, all that good stuff. You can follow me on any social media that I do have. I have uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and I think uh, YouTube. Um, again, fuck Twitter. I don't use Twitter. Uh, too negative. Uh, anything you can find me on is going to be at the Ricky Price. Uh, my pro wrestling tees. The link is in my Instagram bio, or you can just search Ricky Price uh, with Price with a Y, by the way. Everyone always puts I. It's Price with a Y. Um, you can look that up on Pro Wrestling Tees, where you can get the same shirt. It just won't have the Ricky Price text underneath it. I got some exclusivity here, man. I'm trying to make some stuff a little different. If you want the real one, come get it from me. Come get the one that's the cool one from me. You can get the other one online. Uh at the end of the day, I have a lot of family that lives out in Nevada or upstate New York that can't come to shows or down south. So they can get those those shirts, but they can't get the cool ones. That's it. They got to come and get them. And then everything else I'll usually have at, at shows. I don't have 8 by 10s yet, something I'm still working on. I have baseball cards with my name, with my face on it. Okay. I, can, I sign those for people. They have the nice little card holders and everything. I'll always have those at shows. I'll have the shirts this Sunday at Smash Master Wrestling. Uh, and the more they sell, the more I'll get more. So if people want them, come get them. I like the baseball card. That's it. You're a thinker. I could tell it's something we'll different, see. man. 
Yeah, throw to, one up um, there. I'll pick one I up next to, time, bro. We we I always interview to, everyone and get their stuff, man. I got you. Yeah, I have to give a shout out to Gavin and his dad for this because they did without that? those, they told me about the place to get them. Wow. I was speaking with Gavin's dad at the first Mass Master show, and he was like, "You should think about doing baseball cards." And he's like, "Here," and he showed me this app, and this is oh, where to go. It fell. Dang, I have a card of Gavin. Gavin gave me a card of his because his dad makes these cards for his family. And when he, I gave him the first card for free. I'm like, you're the only one who gets one for free because awesome. you, without you guys, I don't have this. And he gave me one of him and he signed it. It was cool. Thing. This guy. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's, you know. he's the biggest star in PA. I tell him all the time. You're the biggest wrestling personality in Pennsylvania. Gavin, don't let it go to your head. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think he knows what that means, but he's, he's definitely uh, a popular dude. And I, I think that's so awesome. Love it. He, he's but, killing it, man. You, you think, uh, you think Green Bay's got a chance this year? I, they have a chance every year, man. Every yeah, single Rogers. year, as long as they have Rodgers. Like, he's going to find ways to win. Uh, and they're going to find ways to win this year, even without Devontae Adams. Like, that's the whole thing, right? Uh, they're going to figure it out. They, they always do. they got two of the best running backs in the league together. And when you have quarterbacks like Rodgers or you have quarterbacks like Tom Brady, no matter what receivers or personnel you give them, they make it work. They still make the playoffs. And they still have a run. We'll it's what, it's a it's an every year thing with them, man. Like I'm confident that they can uh, they'll get it done. We'll see what we have. Like I said, I'm a Giants fan, but I got my yeah. I got my one share of Green Bay stock up. So um, I'm excited to watch Aaron Rodgers, and they're always just fun to watch. Yeah. You, how do you not root for Green Bay? You know what I mean? They're just a fun team. That's just crazy. So many people hate Green Bay. You either, you either love them or you hate them. It's so funny. People like want to tell me how much they hate them. I'm like, bro, I don't care. It's football. Really don't care. <laughs> you can brag to me all you want. I'm, I'm used to my team like winning. Like they don't win the important games, but they'll win every game until, up until that. Uh, and then, like I was telling you earlier, I'm actually I actually get to go to my first Packer uh, game in a couple weeks at Lambeau Field, and the situation is kind of cool. They're playing the Jets. And I'm going with Stax. Stax is a Jets fan. It's oh. on his birthday. It's on his birthday, and my birthday is like a couple days later. So this is like a boys' trip, man. Uh, well, Packers, Jets for the birthdays, and it's gonna be cool, man. I can't wait. Love it. Happy birthday, Stax, coming up. It's gonna be really good, man. And I expect to see if Green Bay goes on a playoff run. I want to see you coming to ring with that cheese hat that you bought over at Lambeau Field, man. It's I'm be- getting one. I'm getting. Yeah, one. I, first I'm thing I did, bro. <laughs> Love it. Bro. I'm de- I'm definitely gonna have to get one. Love it, man. Uh, Ricky, dude, thank you so much for your time, man. Uh, thanks for making the time. Glad to get you to know you a little better and just continue success moving forward, my man. Thank you so much. Hey, I, I appreciate all the kind words and I appreciate everything. I appreciate you having me on too, man. We can do it again soon if you want. Uh, Love I'm it. up for it. This is the stuff I'd like to do, right? This is like essentially this is the business anymore, man. It's, it's podcasts, it's interviews, it's stuff like this. So this helps people figure out who I am and it. I'm down for it, man. Let's do it. I love it. I like this guy. He's a smart guy. Got a good business mind, putting in the miles, putting in the work. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, follow Ricky Price. And like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We out. Peace.